We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Spotify Green Room. I am your host, Tyler. This episode is sponsored by Blue Wire, our beautiful podcast network. And today, this will be our first post game live on Spotify Green Room. First Lions preseason game in the books Lions versus Bills. Hope you guys could have joined us in the pregame show. I unfortunately wasn't here, but I know these boys knocked it out and they did a phenomenal job. Even though I haven't listened yet, I, I don't need to listen. I know they did a phenomenal job. I got my two goals as always. Malcolm, Pierre. Malcolm, I thought you were fired, but you somehow made your way back. Uh, how you boys doing today? First, wait, wait. First of all, I just want to let you know. Hell no, you can't fire me. How you, how you think you're gonna fire me like that, man? I can't get fired on my day off. <laughs> how you gonna try to fire me on my you, day you, off? You, you don't even do your intro yet. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no, no. I, 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 I want your intro. For, I want your intro first, and then you can speak. Go ahead. Well, no. well, the thing is, the thing is, I can't do it right now because I did it earlier. So if I say no, 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 no but, but but you're back. You're back. So you have to do it. You know what? You're right. You know what? Finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Spotify Green Room. <laughs> okay. <There you> <laughs> Even though I was just here, t- I was just here an hour, like a few hours ago. But it's all right. But I'm you're here. back. I'm back. But you're yes, back, sir. I'm back. I'm so back. Woo, let's go. Time. You're back. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we just had our first Lions game in the books, and I was just saying before the show started, like that was fun, man. I mean, it like was. it was preseason football, but Lions football is back. NFL football is back. I mean, that was fun. Like I, I know they just lost right now, and my energy doesn't seem like. That, that's where it is right now. But I don't care right now. I'm just excited that Lions football's back, the NFL's back, football's back. Right. Um, it, it, it was fun. You know, Ford Field, I mean, it didn't seem like a, a huge crowd, but it seemed like towards the end of the game when the Lions start to get a little bit going, uh, it seemed like the crowd was, you know, getting behind the boys. So that, that was a lot of fun. Um, I guess we start off with some takeaways from this game, maybe some things we didn't really like, some things we did like. I'm going to start off with you, Pierre. 
you know, first of all, just going to the first half, we saw, or the first quarter, I should say, we had some starters out there. You know, most of the starters were out there. First-team offense, first-team offensive line, a lot of first-team defense. You know, what did you see from those guys that kind of impressed you, and who are some guys specifically that impressed you, you know, during when you saw the starters out there in the first quarter? Uh, when I saw the starters out there, one guy that impressed me, he's not really a starter, but it's Kevin Strong. I thought he played real well. I believe he had two tackles for a loss, both on third down. Um, another guy that impressed me is Amon Ross St. Brown, the wide receiver. He was really smooth. Like, he looked like Golden Tate out there. Yeah, no, he, he was good. Uh, I thought Jared Goff, too. I mean, like, he's not a yeah. guy I've been super high on in this whole process since we've traded for him and, you know, even throughout camp. But, you know, I, I thought in those first two drives, I mean – it wasn't anything spectacular. Didn't end up scoring a touchdown in either drive. But, you know, I thought Jared Goff showed some moments um, of being solid. Like, you know, he was getting his receivers involved. You mentioned Amonra, St. Brown. thought Terrell Williams had a few nice plays in there as well. And I thought something that was kind of interesting that, you know, you don't want to take too far and take with the grain of salt, I guess, a little bit. But Khalif Raymond, you know, he was working a lot with that first-team offense. And, you know, they're involving Kim a little more than I would, I was imagining um, in the offense. I thought he'd be more of a special teams guy. And I still think he will be our kick returner and punt returner by the end of the day after yeah. Victor Bolden had a, a pretty struggling day today. But um, they implement him more in the offense than I imagine. And I, I think that was kind of interesting. And it's something I've been talking about in, you know, this whole offseason. Uh, I'm saying that I think if the Lions are going to, you know, take this kick returner or punt returner role – where they could have some versatility where the guy could be involved in the offense and special teams. So it seems like they're kind of doing that with Khalif Raymond, which I thought was pretty interesting. But, you know, he's got the burners. He's got the speed to be in the offense. So um, didn't have much of a, you know, role today, I would say. Like, he didn't really do much today. But he was a lot, you know, getting a lot of snaps in that first-team offense, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, one one thing I'll say on you, the Lions run defense at struggle, but they were without like two of their starters. They had two like backups in there. They were without uh, Michael Brackers and Nick Williams and Deshaun Hand too. I think Deshaun and Hand Anzarica. is ahead of. I mean, it wasn't a great. It's not a great run yeah. stopper, but uh, Levi Anzarica right. and defensive tackle out. So I wouldn't be too concerned right now about the running game. Um, we got to see like how they are with the starters out there because they basically had two backups that probably yeah. will not play as much on game day. Yeah. So going to you, Malcolm, now starting off with the first team offense, you know, what'd you see with, you know, Jared Goff and just the offense in general in those first two drives? I mean, I was impressed with Jared Goff. I mean, besides that very first throw he threw that like had my heart like pumping, like, oh my God, this is, I hope this is not it. <laughs> like he had that one throw that like it literally almost got picked off. He was trying to hit Terrell Williams, like, I guess it was like a quick hitch route, and then it, it just got batted down, but it looked like it was about to get picked. It was scary. Like, I was, I looked at it. I was like, oh, Lord, this can't – this is not it right now. But, I mean, after that throw, he came around, and he had a solid game. And just looking at him play, it just I, – I sat back. I was like, you know what? This guy, he can play. He, he's a smart quarterback, um, and he gets the ball where it needs to go. Like, you look at the throws. Like, you look you look at his throws, and you look at the ball, it's like, all right, it's not a tight spiral. It's not it's not Matthew Stafford type you know, Matthew Stafford type pass. And if you compare it, it's not fair when, when you look at it that way because Matthew Stafford, the way he throws the ball, he's an elite passer. All right, he, the way he throws the ball is 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 top of the league. So when you compare it to Jared Goff, it's unfair. But he gets the ball where it needs to go. 
Like you, some of the ball may be a little bit wobbly, and it, it gets to where it needs to go. So that 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 impressed me a lot about Jared Goff is his decision making and, and getting the ball at as you know between tight windows and, and just getting the ball to the right person at the right time. He, he impressed me a lot. Um, what kind of? I mean, I, I'm not going to go too much into what didn't impress me, but as far as what impressed me, Jared Goff impressed me a lot. Yeah, and another thing is like Jared, speaking of Jared Goff, he just said. The, the O-line protected their nuts off. He literally just said that. The line was protecting their nuts off. On that second drive, they asked him, and he said that. Um, the O-line at first was a little, like, kind of, like, how do I, like, rusty, but then they kind of, like, picked it up towards the end. They did. I, I thought on pass, bro, they were pretty good. But as far as run blocking, which is still early, and Swift wasn't out there, but I, I thought as far as run blocking, there wasn't really many holes from the first and second team offensive line and third team. I mean, any offensive line the Lions kind of threw out there today wasn't much, you know, setting holes for the running backs. It was a lot of the running backs having to, you know, create holes for themselves and, you know, making plays for themselves. So it wasn't really much setting by the offensive line in general, which, you know, like we said, or what Pierre just said right now, it's the first preseason game, a lot of rust right now. So I wouldn't be too concerned with that right now, you know, if it's. Yeah going into the season like that, you know, maybe. But it, this was literally the first game where they've played a different competition. Right. So I'm not going to, you know, you know, pick on it too much. But I thought as far as something I didn't really – was not too impressive with, you know, this first game was the, uh, the offensive line as far as run blocking because the run game didn't really get going until the end of the game with uh, Craig Reynolds who kind of put a show on to, uh, to end the game for the Lions. Yeah, sure did. That's a guy who just got signed. Yesterday. Wednesday. Yesterday. Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Or Wednesday. 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 Wednesday.
I want to talk about the linebackers because I thought that was a position that kind of like, I wouldn't say surprised me, but it actually impressed me today. So the starters were fine, mm. whatever. What impressed me the most were two linebackers, actually three. 55. Um, number 55. 55 should yep. be starting over 51. Or he should be playing over 51. Tavai was kind of lost today. I think the busted coverage was on him. It was on his side of the field on that touchdown. Tavai didn't start. Tavai didn't start. No, no, he didn't start. I'm saying like Barnes should be ahead of him on the depth chart. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's I just mean, my geez. opinion. Like, we <laughs> so, saw more than Barnes did today than Tavai has done his entire career. Oh, man. Yo, no lie. Like, every single time Tavai was on the field, when the play was over, and the you know the ref blew the whistle. You just see Tavai come down nowhere. Like he's he's nowhere near the ball. Like when it happens, but like he's he's there a little bit too late. Like right. it just he's just a step behind. Even with this weight loss, I, I don't I don't know, man. Like then, uh, he just he just not fat. <laughs> he's just stone not fast feet. enough. He's just not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, can't get, you, he, he can't get there in time. When you look at uh, Derek Barnes, he's the exact opposite. Like. He was really good in coverage. They they threw it to that one back and playing. He got him right away. And then they also had him like on a blitz call, and he got to the quarterback too. Like he got the pressure. You can I, actually see why they were so excited um, to get this guy. They, they traded up for him. They traded up yeah, for him. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell I, why. I, I, th- I think comparing the two because I think it's fair. The, it is. The Barnes pick was a Brad Holmes pick, which is, you know, obviously is a different philosophy. And Tavai was a Bob Quinn pick. And, Bob Quinn. you know, it, Quinn. it just kind of shows the philosophy and, like, who is more hip to today's NFL. Because Derek Barnes would never be a guy the previous regime would ever even touch. No, they wouldn't have touched. He's like 230. They would have said, this guy is way too fast for our scheme. Like, they... <laughs> not, not even <laughs> just that. It's just, like, the weight and, like, I, I don't know. I mean, this would, <laughs> this would probably be a guy they would even consider or they would tell him to bulk up. Um, and it just yeah, shows that they would. And it just shows the difference of what today's NFL is. Speed is what you need in linebackers in today's right. day. You need guys who can go sideline to sideline. That's exactly what Derek Barnes is, man. This guy's exactly. got speed. Yeah. 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 And it's impressive, too. Well. This dude, he's missed, like, practice the past couple of days or whatever. He's been dealing with an injury. And he came out today and just balled out. I, so, thought, yeah. I thought the rookies had a good day, man. Like, Unzariki didn't play, but I thought – the, the guys that got drafted today, Panay Sewell starting with him, I thought he was impressive at right tackle. Yeah, he was uh, Going on to the third-round picks, Lee McNeil already drawing double teams in his yeah. first preseason game. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is just interesting. And it might, have to do, it might have to do with, you know, missing some defensive tackles. But still, right. I mean, that's just impressive. First day. Yeah, also, I was going to tell you, they also was double teaming Okora in the second in the, in the second half. Like in the yeah, Julian Okora. So that's another guy I want to make. I think he had like five or six pressures and he had a sack. I tweeted this him. out. I tweeted out Julian Okora is fucking shit up. And he literally was. Yeah. He think, has to work on setting the edge a little, but yeah. I think that'll come with development. That's going to take the, some time. The thing with Julian, and there was some plays where I was impressed with him, but some of them was just his speed. It would, some of them was yeah. just pure speed. And beating a third offensive tackle on the the Bills depth chart. No, it is, but like when you start to play these first team offensive tackles, you can't just get away with speed. You have to have some type of pass rush move. And I thought at some points during the game, Julian showed that, but some of those at the end of the game was just fucking pure speed. He just got right through the guy because the guy has brick feet. Tyler, you know what's interesting? I believe it was Nick Baumgartner tweeted. I forgot who tweeted it, but it said last year he played like 69 snaps, and today he already played uh, like 
a little more than 50 snaps. He played a lot today, man. He played like, – yeah. it felt like those whole game outside of the first quarter. No, yeah, the, he needed that, bro. He needed – because he, he didn't really play last year. He's raw, yeah. so he needed his playing time. It's going to help his development a lot. I want to talk – I'll go, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to just bring up something real quick um, because it's something I noticed what the first team defense were doing. We didn't get to see that first team defense run a lot of the 3-4. Um, it looked like they were playing a lot of the 5-2 defense um, with the five linemen and um, the, the two linebackers. I didn't get, we didn't get to see much of um, Trey Flowers, you know, the stand-up Trey Flowers or the stand-up um, Romeo Cora. I think that's something that we're probably going to see later on because in the second half – they went towards more to three four, and that's when you start seeing more of the pressures and them stopping the run. So I'm not sure if they were just trying to be very vanilla. It with was the vanilla first unit, mostly. yeah, it was because the first unit they, they they didn't switch their formation. It was in that five two pretty much the whole time. Yeah, it was yeah. like a lot of vanilla stuff. I mean, they played a lot of two man, which we expected and covered to a lot of split safety looks. We set that, um, so. That was yeah, not, a, not, not a lot of man coverage early on the game. We not a lot a of more, cover one, which yeah. is like finally. We saw that more towards the end of the game. They went to a little more man coverage where, I mean, it lost in the game. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it, what it, the fu- What the hell happened in that play? <laughs> we're playing two man. Like, were there supposed to be somebody on top? I don't know. I mean, it was. We're playing two safeties deep in, which, in which play? The Bobby the, the Price play. Bobby the Price got burnt toast. Uh, I, I don't remember. I, yeah, I got to go back and look back at that play. I'm not sure. I think they were in two, man. I'm not sure if the safety was sleep. I'm not sure if he had a help over the top, but what what, what were they thinking with that play? I mean, that was it's the it, game right there. Right. That was a fourth and ten play for the game right there. I, I just I, I don't understand I that mean, one. They, they, what, they, there's no way fourth and ten they're playing cover one. They're, they're, they're just dumb. No, that's just that would be – They, they had to be playing 20? two, man. They had to be playing two, man. So they, that, that, that's two safeties deep. So where was the help – over the top. Where was the safety? So I think the safeties were Jelly and Elliot, and I think Holder, right? Those were the third team safeties. I, I know Elliot was on the Philander, the other one was. Where do, you, where, do you, where do you look at the fans? Like, what happened? I, I, I have to go back and watch that play. I don't know what they called. It, it was it, it was weird, though, man, because you just see Bobby Price on island, and then he completes, what, like a 30, 40-yard pass? And... Yeah, and, and, and anonymous, anonymous is in the chat room saying that they, they were testing – they did that purposely to test the DB skills, put them all on the island. But put them all on the island on fourth and what was the nah, fourth and what? Fourth and fifth. It was fourth and ten. Fourth and or fourth and ten. Yeah, it was it was a fourth down. Yeah, fourth and long. So That's bad. I don't know. I know it's a preseason game, but it is a preseason game. I know it's a preseason game, but yeah, I do too. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. I, I just, Bobby, Price I the, I Bobby Price is not even a corner. Yeah, he's a safety. He's the guy that got, uh, you know. Oh, you don't know. That wasn't him. I always think it's Bobby Price. I think it was Alexander Myers that got thrown off from Derrick Henry. I always mix him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bobby Price is a safety. Why, why is he in, in, on the island? That, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. That was a weird play in general. But that was um, a weird play. But it doesn't matter. It is what it is, man. I I got to see what I saw, and I'm impressed. I'll, I'll say that. Okay, I want to go to quarterbacks. We talked about Jared Goff already. I want to talk about the backup quarterback competition that we have going on right now between Tim Boyle and uh, David Blau. I'll start off with you, Malcolm. D- did you see anything that you know? Were you impressed with either guy that maybe think has a you know? Uh, I would say I'd say a step on either guy right now, or is it just Okay. Right as far as like a step on, you you could tell that the coaching staff and in general there they like Tim Boyle more than Bow or than Blau. Can you get to tell by the playing time? Now, David Blau, he he looks like a smart quarterback, but he just his arm strength to me just this is not there, man. Like you saw that that the play that he almost threw the pick, even though it was um they they called it back. His arm is just weak. Is is not not there for me. So I I honestly give the edge to um, Tim Boyle over Blau. I mean over Blau. I I didn't really see much out of Tim Boyle today. Like I didn't think he made the most impressive passes. Um, I thought in his first drive, I believe, when he targeted Victor Bolden, Bolden had I think I think two bad drops in that drive, which he kind sure of did. which made the drive a lot shorter than it should have been. The he first sure down was a bit high from Boyle. But I still think Bolden could have came down with that. And then the third down play, I thought Bolden for sure should have caught that one by Boyle. They were tearing his ass up. I felt so bad for Tim Boyle. It's like oh, every play was roughing the passer. <laughs> dude, I mean, that Lions, I don't know, was that second team or third team offensive line? I don't think it's the second the team. Second, probably the mixture of second and third team. But yeah, whatever it I was, is, the, they were getting the, that kid killed. Those tackles were terrible. Terrible, why, ter- terrible. Why, why, why is Dan Skipper still on this football team? How long has he been on this football team? He's been <laughs> on the team for like four years, right? Well, he was off. He went to the Patriots for a little bit, and then he came back last. He or came, he, they brought him back? They brought him back. And why? he's still here. <laughs> why? I don't understand. Like I've never seen anything out of Dan Skipper. I don't understand why he keeps landing on this team every year. How did he come back? I thought we were done with him a couple years ago when he went to the Patriots. I'm like, okay, we're, we're done with Dan Skipper. We're not going to see this guy anymore. But That's then crazy. he came, then he comes back. That's crazy. I thought I thought for some reason maybe he was like on the practice squad or something, and just and then he's back on the roster. I, I didn't know they cut him, got rid of him, and now he's back. Well, yeah, I, he, I don't see a good reason to bring him back. That so, guy is terrible. So yeah, they signed him to the practice squad last year again. Here, what do you think about the backup quarterbacks? Who do you think have the edge? Um, right now. I would have to – I mean, I don't know. No one really, like – no one really yeah. separated themselves today. But I was impressed with Tim Boyle's toughness. Like, he got hit, he came back up. He got hit, he came back up. He got hit, he came back up. He has a nice arm. He does. But accuracy is a little um, of an issue with Shaky. him. 
Yeah. And David Blau is kind of like the opposite. David Blau is more like, like not not of a strong, not as strong of an arm, but he's more like a um, good accuracy, like solid accuracy. Yeah. So yeah. he does. He, he threw a dime to Javon McKinley in the biggest play of the game, I think. Outside of Kurt Reynolds yeah. run. Yeah. I'll say this: if um, something happens to golf and one of those guys had to come in, I'll be scared. Yeah, I would too. I mean, <laughs> I don't feel conf- I don't feel confident in any of those guys um, stepping in and when you when when you in a football game. We saw we saw Blau. You know, he couldn't win a damn game when Stafford went out. But yeah. you know, that's a different different regime. So, I I mean, I think it'll be the same thing. I don't think Blau wins you a game. Tim Boyle. He has that nice arm, man, but I think he fucks it up, and I think you'll still lose that game. I don't trust any of these guys. The, it's just hard to critique Tim Boyle because <laughs> it seems like he just has zero time in the pocket to do anything he wanted to. It's oh, just like, Lord, yeah, he's getting killed. So I, I, I thought I thought it was tough to critique Boyle today because I, I feel like every single second he snapped the ball, there was a pass rusher just in the backfield right to sack him. And like you mentioned, pa- uh, pass, or not pass interference, uh, roughing the passer, roughing, roughing the passer. The passer. Like, there was yeah, a lot of penalties, right. and it wasn't on the Lions. For once. Yes. It was weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was a lot wrong. of penalties, like a lot of personal fouls, but on the other side. So. Yeah, Tim Boyle. I, I guarantee you, after this game, that man is going straight and gonna, he's gonna get an ice bath. He was like, "Man, I need ice bath. I'm I hurt. He's hurting all over." Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and, dude, the, I don't know how many times he got hit. I don't know how many times he got good. hit. And it wasn't on Boyle. It wasn't like Boyle holding on to the ball too long. It was that he had zero time to throw the ball. Yeah. It, it yeah. was. It was Dan Skipper and that kid from Utah. I, I forgot his name. Started with a P. Um, yeah, what, what's his name? Um, Paulo. Paulo, yeah, Paulo. I, I don't know who the hell he is. Some kid, Darren Paulo. Paulo, yeah, Paulo, and I know Dan. The Skipper. tackle, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And they, they were terrible. And I, 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 yeah. I was, I wasn't a very big fan of Logan Stenberg today either at guard. I wasn't. No, really but I'll say this. I'll say this about Stenberg. He was the best second team offensive lineman. He had a couple good runs. That doesn't say much. The best in pass pro. <laughs> that doesn't. So say he much. was the best. Like he has a chance to make the team. He was solid today. I thought he I don't had think one he was good, bad. I thought he, I thought was he had okay. one good block on a run. Um, I believe it was Mills in the game. I remember he had a nice block. But other than that, I was I wasn't all that impressed with Stemberg. There was a play on in Pass Pro where like all the linemen got beat except him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that, that that that's like Matt Nelson struggled today. Well, they played a big hard, didn't they today? Yeah, they they're not playing a big. So I guess yeah, they're, I, I guess they're experimenting with that just to see if you can play guard. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think we need another tackle. <laughs> those tackles are we got, bad. We got, we got Crosby, man, but Crosby just didn't play. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. You, but, I, I'd say keep an eye on the waiver wire because tackles, like, good tackles aren't normally available. It's very I, I, rare. I mean, so Dan Skipper, I'm just sick of number 70. I can't watch Dan Skipper anymore. I can't watch him. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's been here too long, man. We gave him many opportunities to try to prove himself. He is what he is. Yeah, I don't know how he ended up back here. <laughs> like Dan, Dan Skipper is what he is. He's a practice squad body. That's all he is. Like, I'd rather give a shot to someone else and see what we got. Not saying we'll find some hidden gem, but I'd rather take the chance of trying to find a hidden gem than keep trying this Dan Skipper oh, experiment. Um, 
There is some news right now. Dan Campbell said they dismissed their trainer, Dave Granito. He was hired in 2019 by the previous team. He said players were receiving proper treatment, but the communication issues weren't like all that, and the club wanted to go a different direction. So he just fired a trainer. Fired him right after this game? No, I don't. I don't think they fired him today. I think they fired him like the other day. But they they recently just fired a trainer. Damn. I mean, I, I thought overall. Say, I, I thought overall. I mean, as far as the health game, I, Lions didn't have really many injuries in this game. You know, they were pretty much healthy. I know their center went out, not Ragnar, obviously. Um, uh, was it Brown or was it him? I forgot which one it was, but one of those you know centers competing in camp it was Evan uh, Bain. got hurt. Evan Bain. What? Okay. Evan okay. Bain, so yeah. I know one of the centers went down, but other than that, you know, Jerry Jacobs went in the locker room for a little bit. But I believe he came back. So, not too many, not too many injuries uh, as far as a week yeah. one Lions preseason game. So that, that's a good sign. I want to bring up yeah, another they're... thing. Um, we've talked about the offense and defense. I want to bring up special teams. I thought Jack Fox was in midseason form, other than his oh, first punt. Like he was bombing stuff. Jalen Reeves, Maven. I mean, he's just a dog on special teams. And then Randy Bullock. It looks like right now he's at a Gonzalez because Gonzalez didn't really attempt to kick. Bullock yeah, was three yeah. for three. Yeah, but he didn't really like kick field goal. I think that was like over like 30 yards. I don't think he had one that was like no. that long. Um, no, he didn't have no real tests. Maybe Gonzalez might kick the next game. I don't know how they're doing this competition, but right now Bullock is the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Anything under 30, I mean, or you know, he's pretty accurate. with. I mean, he, got, he, got, he got the job done today, so I got no complaints about that. I want to I see him I want to see him 45 plus. Yeah, he didn't, get, plus. He, didn't get, he didn't get tested today for That's one of those. That's when I, you know, I'll build more confidence in him because, I mean, maybe maybe the indoors, maybe he's much better indoors. I don't, I don't know. No, no, that's where he struggled indoors last time when they played that Ford Field family game. Well, I, I know that he he used to play for the Bengals, and I know he he lost his, his job there. Yeah. So I was hoping maybe indoors he's better, but yeah, I heard at the Ford Field family f f f f f game. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Ford that he, like he, thoughts. yeah, I heard that like he was complete. Ass cheeks, um, there just kicking everything the wrong direction. I just remember Randy Bullock. Uh, this is a bad moment of Randy Bullock, but I remember it was week two or week one last year when they were playing the Chargers, and uh, <laughs> Randy Bullock. How do you remember this? Randy Bullock just he had a thirty-yard field goal for the game, and he just completely misses it and like starts grabbing his <laughs> like I don't know where he grabbed his leg, his hamstring. But, oh, that, that's when he got hurt. Is that when he, he, got hurt? he got hurt? Yeah, like he pulled something, dude. It, like right before he and kicked he, the ball. That that was man. him. That was damn him. Tyler. Yes. I, I I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember that game. I was laughing. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, I remember. It was a game winner. It was a game winner. He completely. He would have won. Yeah, he would have won. He completely game. completely destroyed that kick. Tyrod destroyed whatever he had going on with his leg. Ty- Tyrod Taylor got the win for the Chargers that week for them. So. Wow. Yeah, so, well, I mean, we didn't get to see a, much of the kicking competition in this game. Um, overall, some other competitions. A corner, we got to see a little bit. Not a guy that we expect to have a big role this year, but one of our rookies, Afatu Melifonwa, I thought he made a couple nice plays in man coverage today, too. You know, he played played a lot of the game. You know, I thought in the first half, he made a nice play on the sideline. Overall, pretty solid game for him, I thought. And I think, you know, overall, the expectations just to be a developmental year for him. And then another corner I was impressed with in this game was Mike Ford, played both the nickel yeah. and the outside. I thought he was impressive in both spots today, showing his versatility at both spots. Inside and out, yeah. And, you know, we didn't mention this, but Quinn Dunbar was one of the guys he released uh, yesterday. So 
you know, I think it's just more confidence in Mike Ford and then just the guys that kind of got going right now in this room, you know, this Lions cornerback room right now. So, you know, good day for them. Right. Yeah, it was, it was um, a good day for the corners. I think they played well. I'm trying to see if we covered that. Fucking Bobby Price. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> well, he's more of a safety. I guess they're talking about that corner. Yeah, I know, but shit. One, one, soon, one knock, too, outside of Amon Rossi and Brown and a couple nice plays from Terrell Williams, I want to see one of these young receivers step up, like one of these UDF, one of these UDFAs, but it just didn't really see much, man. None of them really we, stepped we up. It. We I saw Tony Kennedy a little, but like nothing too crazy. He's just like, uh, looks like he's a security blanket for like the backup QB. They like going to him. TK yeah. is TK, man. I've been saying that for a while. TK is TK. And like, but I, I'm shocked that Sage Rock didn't get much playing time. He played like, I, like you saw him in the goal line situ- in, in situations, but I didn't see him much like on the field. Victor Bolden was very disappointed today too. I McKinley thought McKinley was, was the best out of the undrafted guys. Made a nice played, play today. He played, he played well. Yeah, he played really well today. Made a nice play. Like I had a Sage and Geronimo. Uh, Sage didn't really play. Pretty quiet. Gmo didn't really do much. Yeah. He had a couple catches, but that was that was, that was about it. But Sage Rock, I think he got yeah. a donut. I don't think Sage Rock got anything today. He got that target. Well, they threw him a pass. They threw, they they yeah. threw him two Boyle, passes in the goal line. Yeah. If Boyle threw that a little higher, it's probably a touchdown. Yeah, that was a bad pass by Boyle. Was it Boyle or Blau? Yeah. That, was, that, that was Boyle. Boyle. That was Boyle who threw that. What the about fade, the one at the end the fade, of the game? Like the... Okay, maybe it was Boyle. I thought it was Blau. Towards uh, the end, it was Blau, though. Like, yeah, he had two catches. I'm thinking the one towards the end of the game. That was Blau. Yeah, he, okay. he, had, he had two throws in the, in the goal line. One was like that almost crazy grab like behind the receiver back. That was, yeah. that was Tim Boyle. Yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, none of these guys really stepped up and you know to kind of put themselves in the conversation to make this roster right now. And that, that was a bit disappointing. They still got two more games and the rest of this camp to kind of do that. But... I was hoping that we could maybe see a little bit more of that. Victor Bolden, like I said, was he was just disappointing all over today, man. Special teams, um, as far as the you know playing receiver, just wasn't a sharp game for him as well. Yeah, he he didn't um, increase his chances to jump up to, in, in his roster with, with that yeah. performance. I can tell you that. So I would say the biggest concerns for me right now are offensive line depth. Um, I'd say that's one of them. Backup quarterback is another one. And the receiving position is still a big concern for me because no one stepped up today. I thought Terrell Williams made a nice couple of plays. I thought the starters were Terrell good. Was really, Terrell Williams was good. I thought the, I thought the starters were good, like Amon Ross and Brown. I thought Terrell Williams were good. But other than that, no one really stood out to me. Um, well, I mean, we still haven't seen Cephas. We haven't seen Cephas. And we, didn't we haven't see, seen Cephas. Uh, we haven't seen um, Perriman. Yeah, we didn't really see Perriman. And Khalif Raymond didn't really have much of an impact on offense. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think they they kept it very vanilla. I think on yeah, both sides did. of the ball for um the the first team, like you could see them getting more loose with the second and third team. They were throwing more blitzes. Um, they're you know in in the three four formation and trying to confuse the offense. So they they, they were they were throwing more stuff with the second and third unit. But that first unit, you could just tell you could just tell that you know they were they um, weren't throwing yeah. My concern, like my biggest concern right now, is probably tight end three. Elise Mack got the start for Hawkinson because Hawkinson was like out, and he was awful. Yeah, he wasn't good. <laughs> hey, hey, him and Brock Wright, man, they don't really have really good games. Yeah, Both they need them. a tight end. The Lions need another tight end, and I just don't know. Um, 
how they're going to find that right now. Maybe yeah. work out some guys. I, I mean, you have two really good tight ends. I mean, do you death, really but need, you need a really good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you do need, need a, death, like a solid third. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, we should just be happy that we got two really good t- uh, tight ends. We Not do. A lot of teams have. I mean, some teams barely have one good tight end. We have two. I think the RB3 room is really interesting, though, right now. I think that's mm. going to come down to a fight, man. I, I think that, I think yeah. they have just so... They have so many bodies at that position. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, Jamar Jefferson, he's been the story in camp, but, you know, didn't really do much today. I would say had a nice play and pass protection on third down, I believe. Yes, but he did. But as, as, as far as running the ball, didn't really run the ball really well. And, again, I think that's a knock on the offensive line for not really setting up with the good holes. But none of these running backs, like I mentioned, had – good opportunities to have good runs. It was all guys making opportunities for themselves. And, you know, some of those guys did make an opportunity for themselves. Guys like Mills and guys like Reynolds, they made plays for themselves. So even with a bad offensive line, not setting up, setting up holes for them. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I still think Jamar Jefferson's the favorite to win the job, but I don't think he's a clear cut, you know, lock to make this team by any means. I think he's got a lot of competition behind him. I think when like, you look at the backs, I was concerned about the depth going into the game. But what I saw today actually impressed me. I was impressed with Mills. Reynolds balled out today. Um, Jamar Jefferson is actually coming off an injury too. So I didn't yeah. think he was going to play ankle. today, to be honest. Yeah, yeah he ankle. played. So um, I was impressed with the backs. I thought that was one of our weaknesses. It's actually a strength. Yeah. yeah. All right. And who knows what they look like when they get swept back there. All right. Oh yeah. By the way, with Swift, there's a there was an update on Swift. Um, Campbell said like he's fine. If it was like a regular season game, probably would have played. Gotcha. Yeah, so, I would assume. That, that. Yeah. All right, Pierre. So uh, this was the first Lions game in the books, and I know it's pretty soon, but I'm still gonna bring the segment back. Oopsie doopsie and ball of the week. We have to bring one up for for this game. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with you. Who was your baller of the week for this game? All right, let me just pull up his stats. I know who it is, but I got to find his stats real fast. I'm uh, going to take a hint, and his name probably starts with J-O, or his initials, I should say. No, it's not him, but uh, the baller of the week is actually Greg Reynolds. The offense wasn't doing much. This guy comes in, and he brings life to the offense. He had six carries for 49 yards, and those 49 yards were pretty much all by himself. Like, the O-line did not help him. And he had a touchdown, and on defense, I'll give a cold baller of the week. Defensively, it was Julian Aquara. I believe he had five or six pressures. He had a sack. And he was just fucking shit up. Yeah. I'm, I was surprised you didn't give an honorary mention to Kevin Strong. I thought he. I thought you were actually going to give it to him. I can't give everyone an honorary mention, man. You know? I, I, I mean, I thought, he might, I, thought, I thought he might have just won it in general. Kevin Strong. I mean, I thought he was he was great tonight, man. He was fun. Kevin Strong. Like, some honorable mentions are Kevin Strong, Amon Ross St. Brown, Derek Barnes, Jack Fox. So, there you go. I think Jack Fox won your baller of the year last year, so he's back in the conversation. <laughs> he sure I believe did. he did. <laughs> he did. He did. So yeah, we have a lot right, of players that played good, man. Who's the who's your oopsie doopsie of the week? Oopsie doopsie of the week. So there I'm gonna can go only be one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to the guy that won the award last year. There can only be one. And we talked about him earlier in the show, where he probably should be demoted in his position. And I, I, I'm getting sick. Of, I'm getting sick of picking on this guy, but I think it's the line to buy, man. I mean, 
everything that was going on the side of his ball. I don't know if it was his fall in general or if it was like miscommunication. I don't know <laughs> what it was, but everything that was happening on his side of the ball, he was taking some bad angles. I, I think it has to be July to fight because no one really, you know, stood out to me about having a really bad performance, you know, in this game. I, I don't really have one guy I'm singling out. And I'm not even trying to single out Jelani Tavai. I just think if I if I had to single out somebody, I think it would be Tavai. If I could give an oopsie doopsie to a group, it would be the receivers because I was just not impressed with after the Amon Ross and Brown and Terrell Williams. For me, it so would if I could be give like, a whole unit. I would. Say, oh, the offensive know, line. I forgot. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I I actually forgot about Dan Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I about. We had some solid performances on the offense on the, on the receiving core. You know, TK played well. I don't know, man. Just none of those guys like look look to me as NFL. They they just don't look like NFL receivers to me. Uh, Yeah, yeah, none of those guys are gonna be practice players, practice squad. But I forgot about that offensive line. Yeah, how did I forget about that? Thinking. I honestly, could I change it? I don't think it's Tavai anymore. I'm getting into the the, the offensive tackles after Penai Sewell and Taylor Decker. Um, yeah, the guy right. from the guy from Utah and Dan Skipper. You guys are the oopsie doopsie of the week. Oh, Paolo, that was, that was pretty bad. Paolo, yeah, Paolo. Damn. Okay. But Tavai was uh, equally bad. Tavai was equally bad. Tavai wasn't yeah, good. You, yes. It, it, it was like they knew he was on the field, and it was like, all right, we're gonna run a misdirection, misdirection on his side on his play action, and we know that he's not gonna be fast enough to um, chase after this guy who's running that way. So let's just run it over and over. I think Tavai <laughs> lost his job today or lost his spot on the depth chart to Derek Barnes today. I really do. He should. He should. I and mean, Derek Derek Barnes is the better football player. This is what it is. I mean, I'm sorry, but Tavai this is gonna go down as another failed Bob Quinn failed second round draft pick. That's all this, all this, this is might be this this might be the worst one, honestly. Like I know T's Taper is in this conversation as well, but I think as far as the guy that got fair opportunity and like wasn't injury wasn't like, like the problem with this guy. I think it might just be July Tavai as a football player. Dude, it's both of them. It's both of them. It's both. No, I still, I still go Tavai. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Do you guys <laughs> want to bring up um, – are we running out of time, Tyler, or do we have some time? So I don't know what time I mean, there's exactly we have at. we have a total of three pods. Uh, hey, so, I, so, I so I don't know what time we're exactly at. I feel like we're at the 50-minute mark, so I feel like we probably should just end it here. Yeah. Okay. We don't have time. Do you want right. to? Do you want to? Do you want to bring some people up in here? Their thoughts, real quick, or you want to? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we, we, you can bring up a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do a few. Anybody want to come up to share your thoughts on this game? Oh, Nate. There Nate, we go. Big, big Nate. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, Good. man? Welcome back, Nate. Yeah, man. Yeah. I almost had a heart attack that first play. I thought that uh, it was deja vu all over again with, with oh, the Lions me, quarterback, man. So I'm me, glad the guy dropped and the ball. And... You. Both me and you both. <laughs> um, real quick, I just want to give a couple of observations that I think are going to be our biggest uh, concerns this season. Um, I feel that if this team gets down, like in third and long, in a lot of situations, we're going to be screwed because we don't have playmakers that separate as good as some other teams do. And I think that you know, O line can only protect for so long and. If we get into those third and long situations, it's going to be really hard to get out of them. I mean, Stafford Stafford was able to do stuff that I don't think Goff can do. Um, what right. do y'all think about that? Uh, regarding the separating, I thought Amon Rossi and Brown was really good today. And yeah. G.J. Hodgson and DeAndre Swift didn't play. And they'll be like a big part of the passing game, I think. So, um, But I, I do agree with you. They didn't use Jamal in the passing at all. 
I do agree, though. Like, when you look at uh, the passing game, it's not as strong versus Stafford. Stafford just has a stronger arm. He, he takes fair. more shots down the field. Yeah, like, we can't compare him to Stafford. They're two different quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, two different style of quarterbacks. I think. He just got better instincts, I feel, that more like Goff just wants to sit in the pocket and throw. Stafford. Well, I thought move. Goff today moved well inside of the pocket. When there was pressure, he got out the pocket. Um, so I thought he was solid today yeah. in that regard. I think he showed um, a lot of people that I think he showed a lot of people that he can move around because that, that was a, a big knock on him coming in saying, "Oh, he, he you know he, he had brick feet. He's not gonna he's not gonna you know he, he can't he can't scramble." So he showed yeah. today that he could move around. So that that was a positive. You want to see a little more throws down the field with him? Yes. Maybe that'll improve. Maybe the chemistry just isn't there with the wide receivers yet. Maybe they'll improve like over the year. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Over the years, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if he's years. years. <laughs> no, like over the season, like during oh, the season, okay, like okay. chemistry. The, oh, I thought you said That's over the meant. years. I thought no, 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 okay. no, no, no. over the year. Okay, over the year. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be predictable if we just dink and dunk all, 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 all games. So I hope that they really do stretch that uh, field for sure. Um, my concern on defense is the run. Um, early on with, against our first guys, um, we were getting gashed. Um. Do you think it was more because we weren't having our best interior guys inside, or do you think this could be a serious problem even with those interior guys? Nathan, you had you had a rookie, Aline McNeil, there, and you had two third stringers in there, Kevin Strong and Sean okay. Cornell. So okay. I don't gotcha. I don't know. Like obviously, Nick Williams and Michael Brackers weren't in there; they're two starters mm-hmm. right now. And Brackers mm-hmm. is like a good run defender, mm-hmm. so I'm not as worried about that right now. Um, we'll see. But I do per- think I do think it could be a problem down the line. It could like, be a problem, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause that, because because our linebackers. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I well, felt well, like go ahead, Tyler. Go finish, finish that off, Tyler. I was just yeah. saying. I think I think it could be a problem because it shows that our depth is not great if if a guy or two goes down. Right. So yeah. I I think it could be a problem, and you know they they were getting gas. It wasn't you know they, they were getting big plays, man. Every run it seems like the draws. I mean. It, the draws destroyed them. Well, yeah. me personally, looking at that first unit again, like I said earlier, probably in the probably the first time before we got cut off, Pierre. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were very vanilla. Like they were yeah. running a five-two defense that whole time with that first unit, and then right. towards the second and third unit, you saw them running that three-four, and you saw them being more aggressive, sending blitzes. Um, it's better at stopping the run. So I'm yeah. not sure if they were showing a different look. But them running a five-two wasn't their best look because the the first unit they were just, that draw plays was just killing them up in the middle. Right. I, I would yeah. also say too, what really was annoying me the whole game was the rollouts with the quarterbacks. Like they kept they kept faking out the Lions linebackers or whoever Dubai. because there were so many guys flanking <clears throat> out wide open. And then Dubai. you notice the adjustment was they put in freaking Barnes and Barnes actually made that play where he sniffed it yeah. out and said enough of that stuff. But I also think that could be a concern, too, with these linebackers because I wasn't really impressed with Anzalone or Collins. I didn't even hear them the whole game. I mean, it's a good I thought thing, Collins. But... Um, Collins had, like, a bad play in the run game. Yeah. I, it was, like, in the beginning of the game. Yeah, again, and again, I think it's that 5-2 defense. I'm not sure if that's their, their strength. I'm not even sure why they ran it the whole time, but they struggled when they were in that formation, stopping the run. I mean, they had a, fuck, yeah. a, a couple good plays with Kevin Strong where he kind of blew it up. Oh, but yeah. that was about it, man. Hey, Jesus, All right. Changing things up. Thanks, guys. 
All right. Thank yep. you, Nathan. We have another speaker actually wants to come up. So we'll end it off with Leo and then we'll end the show. Leo, what's up? What's up, Leo? Yo, what up, fellas? What's up, Leo? Hey, uh, pretty cool, huh? We're back in business. Yes, we, we are. are, man. Yes, yeah. we are, man. I see, I see you're excited, man. So you don't even worry about the score. You're just happy the Lions is back. Well, what's your take on the game, man? Oh, man. Um, I, I just want to sit there and say, well, let, let's start with the offense first. So I think with the offense, like, especially let's just kind of ignore the starters because um, I thought that was super, super vanilla. But once they started putting in the backups, like, they started changing up, like, their blocking schemes. Uh, they went to, like, more of, like, zone blocking. Exactly. Versus, yeah, versus when the starters were in, they were doing, like, a lot of man blocking. It almost looked like uh, – I mean, they opened up with like almost like this power eye type of deal, yep. and uh, and 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 when you, I don't know, it it, just, it was just very very vanilla. So, but I think when you start looking at that second half of the game, like that, and those holes were just huge, right? And Reynolds yep. was just running through those holes. So that that's kind that kind of stuff gets me really 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 excited because I think that that's going to be the heart and soul of the offense, obviously. And then, uh, you know, as far as golf, like, I mean, we can't, I mean, I don't think he did anything that we didn't expect, right? Like, we don't expect him to sit there and be this dude that's, you know, throwing it, you know, 60, 70 yards, right. you know what I mean, uh, down the field. But, I mean, I, I think we just, we, we got what we pretty much expected, you know, at, like, a, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, he was a quarterback that played well. I think he played well. It, yeah, yeah, he did. You know, I, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I he didn't play bad or anything like that. You know, um, he, he was solid. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, it, it is a downgrade, bro. It's just a downgrade. It's hard. But it's, it, it, it's I okay. think like, we're it, spoiled it, with Stafford. We're spoiled. That's with what it Stafford. is. You're yes. looking at that. You, you've seen Stafford. You've seen Stafford's rocket arm. You see Stafford's spirals, and then. Now we don't have that no more. You see another guy come in. There is no tight spirals. Right. So you're like off. Oh. You're like, oh right. shit, here we go. But the, the thing is with golf, the ball is getting is getting there. Like he actually had a throw. He threw it between a tight coverage. I think he hit Fells. 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 That was Darren Fells. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like he he knows where to get the ball. He don't have to have that rocket arm to because we've seen guys over time, you know, PMA never had a rocket arm. Drew Brees never had a rocking arm. Now I'm not comparing Jared Goff to those guys. I'm just saying. I was gonna say they just knew. I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm not comparing it. <laughs> but I'm just saying that you, if you just know where to put the ball, you can have success. Right. That's yeah. What those guys did, and that's what he did. He put the ball where the ball needed to go, and he he looked he looked fine. You know, and 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 to kind of further that point a little bit uh, with his receivers. You know, um, especially on those out routes, Fells, uh, I think he hit uh, Tyrell Williams in the turkey hole, uh, Amon, Amon Rock, you know, um, a couple of those timing routes. So, I mean, I, I feel like the receivers that, that we do have, plus him, you know, hitting those timing routes, I, I think they're, they're going to work with each other and, and, and including the run game. And I think that there's going to be some shots. Now, there was there is one play I will sit there and say that I, I would love to sit there and go back and, and see is when they were in the red zone and they had that spread formation. They had three receivers on one side and I believe two. And Tyrell Williams I think uh, had this over route 
and he was trying to they were trying to hit this window in the back of the end zone and he just uh but the uh, DB knocked it he yeah didn't slow down. but that was the Levi Wallace no, 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 that was, that was that a very was, good was play a, by the DB yeah that was a that good was play a, by the DB no I but, thought he held him that's just me though well I, he, he made a yeah, play he, but but that play was the, the play design on that and I thought that at the position of, of where they were in the field like it was, it was. I mean, it, it, that that really intrigued me. For one, I, I knew what they were trying to work for the window, and golf knew exactly where he wanted to go. Yeah. So uh, that that's, that's very intriguing. That's very intriguing to me. So that's something to sit there and kind of look at um, later on and stuff. That was so, a nice but, play call. Another thing that like yeah. impressed me during this game: the Lions have had trouble converting on the third and ones, and today they converted on those third and ones. Like those third and one, one runs. I think I think all except one, and I, was, I think it was the one to end of the second, the second half. Yeah, like right yeah, before they, yeah. I don't think they converted that one. I don't think. Yeah, it yeah was, before uh, that, they, they they did a good job. Who who was it that was it was a a third and one? Maybe it was a third and one, or maybe a fourth and one. And it just seemed like it was just a pile in the middle of the field, and then he broke. And if it wasn't because he ran into it his man downfield, like he would have been gone for a touchdown. I think that was I, I Derek Mills. It, was that? I think that was Mills. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't know. Yeah, man. We, but I, I think, I, I think we got depth at the running back position and that's really nice to sit there and, and kind of see too. So um, yep. that's just on the offensive side. Maybe we'll, we'll chat it up. I don't want to take too much of you guys' time, but yeah, man, th- those are just some highlights that, that off the top of my head that, all right. Um, Really exciting. Yeah, made some interesting, very, very interesting yeah. points, man. Especially about the offense being vanilla, and I saw the defense being very, very vanilla as well. So that's why that, that's why I'm excited, man. Because I think I think we have something here. Yeah. All right. They Thanks, won't show Leo. much. I want to bring up one more point, guys. Um, regarding Dan Campbell, I loved how aggressive he was. He went for it on fourth down. He didn't want to go to overtime in like a preseason game. Well, there's no so, overtime. You don't want to. Yeah, I mean, he don't want to tie. No one likes ties. So he went for it too. They didn't get it, but just like the aggressive mindset, we didn't really have that with the previous staff. So I love the aggressive mindset. Yeah, I mean, I thought, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I, overall, just excited. Football's back. I thought it was a solid debut for Dan Campbell. I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think it, it was kind of what we expected. Like. They didn't really show their cards today. I like. I don't think they showed what we're going to see in the regular season. I really don't. I think yeah. week one versus the Niners is when Campbell shows his cards because the broadcast mentioned it multiple times, and we've been saying this all off season, where we don't know what to expect as far as this team because there's so many new things. Like Anthony Lynn, he's a veteran at this because he was a former head coach and he's been a running backs coach. But other than that, a lot of these guys are new, man. Like. Aaron Glenn, this is a first-time defensive coordinator. Uh, Mark Brunel, first-time quarterbacks coach. Dan Campbell, first-time full-time head coach. Um, right. Like, there's just so many new things, and they're not going to show all their cards or even even a, a little bit of their cards in this in this game in a preseason game versus the Bills. I think they're waiting for Week One because they mentioned, like I said in the broadcast, that there's just not film on these guys because this was their first game ever. This is the first thing we've ever seen out of this coaching staff so i think it's going to be a complete shakeup. you know come week one when we play the niners i think you know that's when campbell's going to open up you know campbell's going to tell him to open up the book a little bit more 
with, you know, Anthony Lynn on the offensive side and uh, Aaron Glenn on the defensive side. I think that's when they'll open up the playbook a little bit yeah. more and we'll see a little bit more, obviously. And that's when you right. game plan, too. Like, they don't really yeah, game yeah. plan for preseason. No, though. you're not game plan. It's, it's a script. It's literally a script. You've yeah. got to follow the script. Right. The win yeah. or loss doesn't matter. Now, before we end the show, guys, just based off today's performance, do you think Jelani Tavai's job is in jeopardy? Yes. Was that a two yeses or does yes. that go? Or? That's two yes. yeses. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. I mean, you might have heard of more yeses than I think. <laughs> and that's still the it right sounds, answer. It sounded like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so it sounded like multiple people saying yes. It sounded, so, like, which, it sounded like an echo. Well, that's why I, I was like, wait a minute. Did, which did I, th- I, th- I think because we're so close to Detroit, maybe all Ford Field heard that question. They're all answering <laughs> that for us. <laughs> the Dodge of I is not safe. Shit, he need to get his shit together. I mean, he's had to get his shit together for a while. No, I just think I, – I don't think he fits the scheme, if I'm being honest. Like, he doesn't have the speed. He's, he's like, lost in coverage. He, really, he got stiff-armed by a running back. Did you guys did you guys remember that play? Pierre said something in the chat while the game was going on that made me laugh. He said, send his ass to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that, let's end the show. <laughs> Well, he said that guys, guys, that means basically means cut him. Okay, I don't literally mean send his ass. Yeah, no, he meant like he needs to be signed to the the team that's on the moon. Like he can't can't send him to NASA. (laughs) (laughs) He can't play on this planet no more. Send him somewhere else. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, hope you guys enjoyed. This is our first time doing a live post game show on Spotify Green Room. The plan is for the rest of the season is to do these Spotify green rooms before and after the game, and as long as with these preseason games as well. So we have the Steelers next week, and then we close out with the Colts, and then we have week one versus the Niners. So the plan is all regular season, all preseason, pre-post game, it's going to be these Spotify green rooms, and then along with the actual episodes. So I think especially during the regular season, you know, I don't think we're going to do a post-game video for the uh, – or a post-game podcast for a preseason game, but I think once we get into the regular season – I think we'll wait the next day as well, like the Monday, record on Monday night of like, you know, when our thoughts are more synced in and, you know, we could go back and watch more stuff. We're like today, you know, we're kind of just like going back of, you know, what we thought on our head, you know, on top of our head. A day kind of gives us to process everything. And, you know, we'll do that during the regular season. We're not going to do that for preseason games. So um, hope you guys like the new setup. And yep. with that being said, we have a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever the hell you guys are listening. It's, it's always much appreciated. And I'm out, yep. guys. Peace. Yep. All right, guys. I'm out. Yep. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Malcolm, and I'm... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.